Coming up on today's episode of Other Radio Cats. We seem to think that being a feminist means that we hate men. We seem to think that being a feminist means that, oh, move the men out of the way. We have come to take over. We seem to think that saying equality means, oh, even if I don't know how to speak a sentence of English, as long as I am a woman and I want to contest for presidency, they must vote for me, whether I can do the job or not. Radio. It's order. Ready? Yeah. It's order. Ready? Yeah. Order radio. Hello, my esteemed fans of Arda. Welcome to another episode of Arda Radio Cast, the program where we discuss pressing societal issues regarding our lives the way no other person does, while preferring solutions to these issues. Believe me, inspiring you to be at your best is more than our mission. It's our pleasure. So thank you for tuning in today. Happy International Women's Day! It's the 2020 International Women's Day and we are dedicating today's podcast to celebrate our women. The theme for this year's International Women's Day is I am Generation Equality, Realizing Women's Rights. I have my hands set right now during the each for equal sign. I am Generation Equality. If you listened in at the beginning of the podcast, you probably heard the opening quote by Emma Watson talking about gender equality. So, what's all the fuss about gender equality or inequality? Well, I have an interesting guest you really should meet. Stay tuned to find out more after the break. You are listening to Arda Radio Cast. Welcome back. You're still listening to other radio cast. Now, before the break, I had told you that we have an interesting guest in the house. What I didn't tell you, however, is that she is a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pause, let that sink in. Yeah, you heard me. She's a comedian, actress, and entertainer. But before I introduce her, let me introduce you to my people, the other crew members. <laughs> So first of all, I have someone new that you've not met before, but I'm sure you'll be seeing her as we go on. Her name is uh, Gemini Cola AJ. Hi. And then we have GT, another other crew. Hi, guys. I have with me a special guest. John Rowling. Le Fashos Thanks for having me. So today, we celebrate International Women's Day around the globe. With the theme, I am Generation Equality, Realizing Women's Rights. So I ask, what's all the fuss about gender equality? Gender equality, gender equality. Isn't gender equality supposed to be fair? Why are people so angry about the campaign for gender equality? Jiti, please enlighten us. It's like you know that. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you have a passion. I have a passion. I <laughs> so let loose. It's like I'm just... Okay. Feel free. Let me, let me let me let me feel free to speak to what I want to say. See, my problem with this gender equality issue and what I think people have a problem with is just the fact that when let's say men and some women hear gender equality, they think we are saying men are like women, women are like men. You know, or men should take the role of women, women should take the role of men, and that's not what it's about at all. It's for us to share, you know, the benefits of being human beings. It's not as if one person as a human being is more than the other because they have. 
happiness. It's not as if one person is less than because she doesn't have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whether it's in job opportunity, whether it's in who can be a political leader, whether it's in who should even be doing chores at home when they are children, whether it's in who should learn to cook, all of those things, I think there should be some equality. Because if it's that women are supposed to be in the kitchen, do men not eat? Exactly. If you don't have mother, sister, wife, wouldn't you eat? Would you starve to death? Would you starve to death? I don't think that there should be certain things that we say, oh, it's only for women to do, or it's only for men to do. And I know like at Ida, we've done some work before where we were working with um, agricultural value chain. And some of the men in the Niger Delta were saying, how is it that this fish smoking and selling business is rich? Why is it only women that are selling smoked fish? Why can't we to be among? So it's not just a thing that is benefiting women. If both men and women are equal, in terms of we can access the same resources, mm -hmm. we can do the same work, it's only for the better. Because if a man is saying, ah, my wife should stay at home and I'm the only one working, imagine if the two of you are working and bringing in something. How will your family be? Exactly. You know, so it's really important to me, this gender equality. So the question is, why is it this way? Why do we have this gender imbalance? It's a societal issue. It dates back to our upbringing. Mm. Women were always prepared to serve the man, more or less. Like if you look at the context of a family, every home training you get and you're constantly reminded that it's like, oh, why don't you learn how to sweep? Not for the benefit of you because you need a clean house mm. in the future. It's like your husband's house. Mm. So preparation, all the home training you get is for your husband's house. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So I think from, from then on, like that imbalance has been imprinted in our in our thinking. It's like a woman thinks and she's like, oh, I'm, everything I do is for the man. And of course, you have brothers who are observing and every day your sister has been told that everything she does is for a man. So obviously, again, so that creates like an imbalance because the way you see even your sibling and the way you see women in general and the way you see your future wife is that you're not coming as a teammate. You're it coming as a... As, as One over the other. Exactly. You're coming to serve me. I'm boss over you. I'm lord over you. So automatically, even if that man is the head of an organization and he has females who are smart, intelligent, who are, you know, who are good enough to occupy some certain positions, he doesn't see them as that. He sees them as less. So Obviously, if he's in a position where he can promote them or whatever or support them to be the best they can be, he wouldn't do that because he doesn't see them as good enough or worthy enough to be in the same um, room as him. We even see this play out when parents have to make a decision as to when they have limited funds as to what child goes to school. Mm -hmm. So if they have a male and a female child, Guess who gets to go to school yeah. when you have limited funds? Yeah. The guy. Mm -hmm. Because they feel that the girl, after all, is going to end up in her husband's house mm -hmm. yeah. and in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Or, don't forget the other or that room. room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these things are so subtle. Like, you don't even know. Everybody has to work on themselves. Even if you think you're, you're, you're exposed and you have so much information about this thing, mm -hmm. you find out that you won't have to continue working on yourself. We're talking about the feminism movement and what it stands for. People decide to pay more attention to other meanings to the movement when it's not true. True, yeah. Talking about, oh, so, so, so men should not open your door again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> I am very careful about talking about feminism topics, any topic that's to do with being a feminist and all that, because we live in a society now that is, um, a society now that is, should I use dumb? Mm. and um, we glory in our stupidity and in our ignorance. That's why I like what she said when she started. 
when we talk about equality, we're talking about equality generally. I prefer a man to be my hairdresser, for example. My brother is an amazing cook. And I'm not joking. His wife sits down in the sitting room and she's watching TV and he's cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. And then once in a while, she feels, oh, let it not be as if I left my husband in the kitchen. <laughs> she'll now go and meet him and say, Femi, can I help you cut something? something like that? <laughs> you know? Who decides what the woman does or what the man does? Is their family, is their relationship. Exactly. They decide where it balances out. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I have a problem with a lot of people's understanding of this whole feminism thing is that we seem to think that being a feminist means that we hate men. No, and that's not. And that's not. We seem to think that being a feminist means that oh, move the men out of the way. We have come to take over. We seem to think that saying equality means oh, even if I don't qualify, even if I don't know how to speak a sentence of English, as long as I am a woman and I want to contest for presidency, they must vote for me, whether I can do the job or not. And we keep pushing these wrong narratives. And the more we push this wrong narrative, the more the male-dominated world fights back. Because what we are fighting for is not the real message. And so we tend to make them defensive because they feel we are coming to take over. And that is not what we are doing. So people need to understand that when we are talking about this feminist movement, when we are talking about this equality thing, we are talking about equal platforms. We are saying if you are able to send a child to school, look at your two children, the male and the female, who is more academically inclined. That is the one you should send to school. Not the one, the boy probably wants to be a mechanic, but because you feel that, oh, uh, he's a boy, th that's what you should be looking at. If, you're, if, you're, if, you're ch if you're, your, your male child doesn't have to be a doctor and your female child has to be a lawyer, there's no way it is written like that. It's, there's, no, there's no gender associated with, a, with a, any, any, any career. Yeah. And so what we're saying is equal platforms, equal opportunities. Yeah. I want to contest for presidency. I should have the right to contest for presidency because I am a human being. Yeah. I have common sense. Yeah. I can think. I went to school. I can read. I can prefer solutions. People should not judge me and say, hey, a woman wants to be our president. That is not what we are talking about. So when we are talking about equality... That's the equality that we are talking about. If your son walks up to you now and says, Daddy, I want to become an hairdresser, what will you say? That's what that's the equality that we are talking about. Or your daughter walks up to you and says she wants to be a footballer. A mechanic or a footballer. What will you say? That's the basis. Now looking at the political realm, we can see that it's a reflection of the, the society we live in. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where you see the number of women as opposed to the total number mm -hmm. of men. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts concerning this? How can we break this imbalance in the political realm? Check our politics in Nigeria. Why don't we look amongst ourselves? Well, you see, because all the women, we're all stubborn. Everybody wants to be madam. Men will gather together and say, this is Mr. John. This is our candidate. They will all put their resources behind. But no, AJ will say she wants to go for governorship. Hey, hey, hey. we say she wants to go for governorship. You will say you want to go for governorship. I will say I want to go for governorship. We're in the same local government. We're in the same states. We have divided our strengths already. Exactly. But because everybody wants to be a leader. Why don't we start from, oh, let me start from local government chairman. Then I go to the House of Rep. Then I go to the Senate. Then I go, they climb like that, like that, like that, like that. No, we must, we must, we must contest. You are listening to Order Radio Cast.
Okay, so yes, women are a lot of things that you've said, but I'm thinking of okay, so why why is it like this? And you've actually mentioned some reasons why, but one thing that comes to mind again is just orientation and upbringing because I feel like the reason why women judge other women or do not or do not support women in leadership positions is because we don't actually see ourselves as leaders. I think that's, that's what, it. That, that's what it is. That's so it. It's not even that. I don't see myself getting there, so why should you get yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's not even a matter of, oh my God, I'm going to do everything. It's a matter of, it's like, you're like, why? Why her? Just mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not necessarily because I intentionally do not want to support this woman or whatever. It's more of like, it's, you can't phantom. Like you yeah, can't yeah, see. you're living in the status quo. This it's is not, like, this is not yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is not supposed to AJ, be. I beg to disagree. You see, we need to get this thing right. I will not just vote for you because you are a woman. I will vote for you because you can deliver. So as women, even we as a people, we need to develop ourselves. We need to empower ourselves. We need to equip ourselves. For example, in politics, the reason why a lot of women are not showing up is because they don't have money. Do you know how much it is to collect the, the form, nomination form? Do you know how much that is? Where will they get that kind of money? But if women organizations, three women organizations mm-hmm. come together and support one candidate, exactly. we can all gather the money together for that candidate. So we need to get to that point where women stand up and support each other. Of course, there's a process to doing this. It's not, it's not enough to stay, okay, women stand up and support each other. How do we go about doing this? I think the underlying structures of inequality that kind of have put us in this situation, right? So one of the things that has been said, obviously, is that there seems to be like a very limited space for women. Yes. And so if you look at like the political arena, for example, where I think the global target is only 30% of women Mm. be in politics or being like in a parliament or whatever it is. And then you think of, let's just take it to equality now. Equality would be what, 50%? Mm -hmm. But we're we're even aiming for 30%. In Nigeria, we've never hit 30%. We've never hit... 17% 17% which or 15% which would be half of that 30%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right now we are in fact this is one of the worst we're kind of in the worst situation <laughs> we've been in in a very long time. If anything the numbers of women in politics are declining mm-hmm. and this is inclusive of not just people who got elected but people who were even appointed. appointed yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because if you can say, okay, women are not necessarily at this point in our history electable for many of the reasons I have been mentioned or even other reasons. If you can even say that, fine. What about appointees? Exactly. Because at, at that point, it doesn't necessarily have to be you. somebody elected you. Mm-hmm. But if, let's say, you have a leader that says, okay, they are competent women and they can serve in X, Y, and Z roles and I will appoint them in X, Y, and Z roles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then that's an opportunity. Exactly. Right? But we don't necessarily have that. And I think some of those things about equality and profile of women, are there are certain structures. First of all, um, has already mentioned financing, right? Yes. So women traditionally do not have as much money as men in general. Not, I mean, obviously, they are the richest uh-huh. person in Africa is uh-huh. a woman. But in, yeah, in overall, general, yeah. in general, women don't have as much money as men. And there are certain underlying social issues that make that the case. The case of if you are going to take maternity leave, if you are going to be not allowed to work by your partner, all of those types of things. Mm -hmm. Education and inequality in education. Yes, in Nigeria right now, if you look at the country as a whole, you will see that um, academic retention, more women going to higher um, Uh institutions than Uh men. However, and that is for people with higher institutions. However, if you look at 
Nigeria has all the different uh, geopolitical zones. Mm -hmm. And is there now equality in, in education? No, there isn't. They have many uh, geopolitical zones where um, men going to school is more. If you look at WAEC pass rates, if you look at JAM pass rates, you will see in some states in our Nigeria, you will see like thousands did JAM, thousands did WAEC. You may see that three people passed. Not 3%, oh, three. one, two, three. Oh. You know, so if you are looking at those states now, okay, how are they going to get into certain political realms if they have zero... Um, You'll be suppressed. You know, if, like, it's really by merit. <laughs> if How will they get into certain political uh, positions? Mm. Um, thirdly, we also, as she said, have to talk to ourselves. Because no matter whether we say, oh, men are the ones who are, the, who are oppressing us or men are the ones who hold the keys to the kingdom of power or hmm. they're not the ones who are godfathering us, whatever the situation may be, yeah. if we as women get together, unite amongst ourselves, I say we are supporting this person. Exactly. And we as women stand with her and we as women believe she can... 50% of the population. Bam. We can do it. Bam. So there also has to be Now that. you are saying what... You are saying the very important thing. A man wants to contest for presidency or for governorship. It will go to particular committees. You are a woman. You want to become the chairperson of this environment. Yes. You just carry your bag and you are campaigning. You have not gone to the women body in the churches in your area. You have not gone to the women body to the mosques in your area. You have not gone to the market women. It's a mind thing. So we also need to realize that we live in a world where nobody is an island. You can't say, I want to make a change and not look for support. And the support sometimes does not even always have to come from women. You, your support can come from men. But you need to first let them see what you are bringing to the table. So my point is this. We need to allow people to cross the barriers. And yet again, I take it back again to the home. We blow tantrums when a man beats a woman. And then we keep going, you must never touch a woman. You must never raise your hand about a woman against a woman. Oh, but women can beat men, bruh. Exactly. So we should, the point should be violence is wrong. We should stop. See, the minute we start saying men should stop beating women, we are already changing the narrative. We are now saying again that we are weak. You can't be saying you are strong in one voice and saying you are weak in another voice. You want to be equal with the men. You want them to give you equal opportunities. You want Then your husband beats you. And yeah, that's it. A man must never raise his hand at table. No! Violence is wrong. Human being must not raise his hand against human beings. Simple as ABC. If you don't communicate that clearly... You see, I see parents saying, don't ever beat your sister. A boy should not beat a girl. Mm -mm. Don't beat your brother. Mm -hmm. Don't beat your brother. You can have an argument with your brother without beating your brother. Yeah. Stop letting the girl feel that she can slap a, a, a brother and get away with it. And daddy will not say anything. After all, I'm a girl. Mm -mm. After all, I'm a girl. Girls are supposed to be protected. And then you expect her to grow up and make strong decisions. No, she's going to grow up feeling like, eh, Daddy, he's beating me. That's how she's going to grow up. She's not going to grow up a strong woman. She's going to grow up believing that she can just throw her femininity all over the place and get what she wants. Mm -hmm. And so we need to let the, 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 the equality thing, message that we are, we, are, we are preaching, spread across broad. If not, the men will continue to feel that, oh, you mean you want to be equal with us? And they will not get the message. They will not get the message. The message is male 
or female. We are human beings. We deserve the same platform. We deserve the same opportunities. We deserve the same privileges. If you will not beat your wife in a relationship, then your wife should not beat you in a relationship. If, if that's like the, the, the woman that, that killed her husband, everybody's like, ah, but now, eh, but why are they sending her to jail? But the man that killed his wife should go to jail. Oh, the man should go to jail. The law does not know male. The, the law does not know female. The law knows the individual. So whether you are a woman or you are a man and you commit an offense, the law does not know your sex. The law knows that you are a human being. You have killed somebody you should, you should be dealt with. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. Um, just one thing I wanted to say and add to the question you asked, like how can we yeah. begin to support each other and how can we begin to support equality? I think International Women's Day and March yes. is obviously um, a month where we celebrate that day throughout. Yes. And this year's theme is Each for Equal, right? And I feel like what that is saying is that there's like a power in... in the, since we've been talking about movements and women's way, but it's a power in individualism and that's something that has been said today. So it, it starts with us. It starts with how we... Um, talk about equality. It starts with how we engage with men because it's not just a women's thing. It's also a men's thing. If you put down half of your society, if half of your society isn't performing at um, optimum uh-huh. level, uh-huh. that country can never progress. Uh-huh. That society can never progress uh-huh. because if you think of the human resources and only half is producing and the other half is maybe 10%, 15%, you can never make it to the levels you want to. So there is a benefit to men, to families, to societies when women are exactly. also strong and empowered. And on, even as we promote equality, let's try and make sure we are communicating and not just all yelling and making and, noise yeah. and not hearing yeah. each other's yeah, side. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, it's, a, it's a conversation. Equality is not something that only one person can yeah. have. Because if not, that's just one person. Equality yeah. is there's this side, there's that side. Sure. How can we level the platform between yeah. us for, for all of our books? Sure. So finally, AJ, just one last question. How can women... Now I'm looking at grassroots level. I'm looking at those who want to start from scratch. How can they proceed to find their way into government positions? Okay, so um, I think for women at the grassroots level to be more and um, to get involved in politics, I believe that first of all there has to be an interest. Again, women have to understand that for things to work in their society, right? They have to see themselves. They have to see that they are worthy contributors. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So first of all, you have to identify that, okay, you can do something and you are worthy, like you are you are worthy to make contributions and you're worthy to occupy certain positions. Again, you have to be very intentional. You have, there are different things. So at the local government level, mm-hmm. right, you have to start seeking for information. Can yeah. they start with even like pressure groups? Can they start with associations? Would that even help? Yeah, I think what I can, and I like that what Ajemina is saying and what has also been said before is that, first of all, having the passion and the interest. interest yeah. But there's no point us coming and just doing it for the sake of doing yeah. it. Having the interest, mm-hmm. having the idea, mm-hmm. articulating that idea, mm-hmm. being able to be somebody who can get people to share your vision because mm-hmm. that's what it, basically it is. Yeah. Then also joining political parties yeah. at the very grass yeah. at the very basic level because that's something that I know we've proposed in projects before for yeah. women's leadership is getting women to even be involved in parties yeah. at the grassroots level because when so the way I politics is in Nigeria many countries too but let's say Nigeria now we know that many times it's a situation of man no man you know yeah. and if man doesn't know you you can't be the person that will be pushed forward for councillor for chairman for state house of assembly 
you have to be a party person. All those people who get pushed forward, usually they are party people. They are people who are not just party people who attend. They are party people who speak up, who network in the mm-hmm. right way. So it's important to be smart, right? Okay. So that's something you can do. Join a party, you know. Yeah. INEC has also been interested in before in saying, oh, how many women are you? So there's some interest in that, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're not in the t- on the table, you can't eat dinner. Exactly. And those are what you think is saying. There are women in political parties right now. They are. And as the Pasha's boss has said, you cannot really get in, into a position without the support of women. There are things you can offer. Do you understand? So women have to, again, begin to show that our position in politics is not to be praise singers. Exactly. Uh, me, I still think that um, there should be more... Is it education? Is it training to our women oriented organizations because they are the forefront people in this whole um, narrative. It it makes the outside world decide whether they want to understand, whether they want to align, or whether they want to attack. And so it's very important for every time we have a platform to share our opinion and to communicate our views, we need to make it equal. We need to make it balanced. It shouldn't be woman, woman. It should be balanced Mm. so that that everyone can see that it's for, like I said again, our command. Wow. Wow. This was explosive. What an enlightening conversation we've had here. Thank you very much, Lekpasha's boss. Thank you, GT. Thank you, AJ. I'm sure people have been enlightened. And I'm sure we have a better understanding of what gender equality is about, really. The essence of this podcast. It's for us to change our perception, change our thinking, and for us to do things in a new way. For us to be able to adapt all that we have learned today. And, you know, begin to live in a gender-balanced society. One person at a time. We will go on a short break now. You stay tuned. You are listening to Ardor Radio Cast. It's good to have you back. You know, this is a commemorative edition to celebrate the women. Sadly, we have come to the end of today's podcast. If you have comments, questions, feedbacks about today's podcast, please, please do leave us a message at info at ardadci.org. That is info at ardadci.org. And we'll be glad to respond to your comments. This podcast was brought to you by Arda Development Communication Incorporated, an NGO located in Lagos, Southwest Nigeria. So please, by all means, follow us on all our social media platforms to get updated on all that we are doing. Believe me, we are doing a lot. And we would like you to follow us on our handles across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It is at African Arda. Pretty simple, right? At African Other. So follow us, like, share, do all of that. Well, I hope you had fun with me today. Please, if you have not listened to our first podcast, do well to listen in and you will be inspired. Thank you for dropping by. My name is Priscilla Bibrasima. And as I always say, keep discovering the best you. Bye-bye. It's Radio. It's Radio. Auto Radio.